Hello, everyone, and welcome to this sponsor podcast from Osset's 2014 conference. My name is Patrick Gray. All of our coverage from Osset 2014 is brought to you by three terrific sponsors, Datacom TSS, Arbor Networks, and FireEye. Big, big thanks to all of those sponsors for making it possible to actually publish all of these podcasts from the Osset conference here on the Gold Coast. Datacom TSS is a consultancy based here in Australia. It was founded several years ago by a bunch of ex-government types, if you know what I mean. And since then, it's grown and grown and grown. Uh, a recent addition to the Datacom TSS team is David Litchfield, who is a very high-profile chappy uh, indeed. He's also a very happy chappy because he has immigrated to Australia and works in Perth as a consultant with Datacom TSS. Dave is probably best known as a database security researcher and, uh, you know, has a particular knack for finding bugs in Oracle products in particular. Uh, and he's been a very long-term and solid critic of Oracle over the years. Uh, but, you know, he hasn't just targeted them, to be fair. If you remember the uh, Slammer worm, well, Dave found the bug in Microsoft SQL, that worm used to propagate. Now, given Dave was dropping database O'Day at Black Hat as far back as 2002, uh, I thought it would make sense to get him on the line and ask him how he thinks Oracle is doing, given it's been, you know, more than 10 years uh, since he's been giving them a hard time and uh, been a constant pain in their ass. Here's what he had to say. So they've, they've definitely improved uh, upon where they were 10 years ago. Uh, I, I have to, you know, uh, give them credit for that. They still have a long way to go, unfortunately, though. Um, one of the things I've been recent, uh, working on recently is... Um, they just released a, a new um, uh, product uh, within the database server. Uh, it's uh, the Oracle Data Redaction Services, basically. So when someone selects from a table, you know, they try to, to get data from a table, you can redact that, uh, you know, column information. So let's say there's a credit card information, only um, redacted information, which had like a list of stars or, or whatever you, you want to choose. So that's obviously a new security feature that goes into... Um, it's in Oracle 12C, and they've backported it to uh, 11G release 2. And one would think that it would be secure. It would not be uh, trivial to bypass, but unfortunately, it is. There are several ways of bypassing Oracle Data Redaction Services, which suggests a number of things to me. One, they didn't do a threat assessment before they developed the product to work out where they would be vulnerable. And two, they didn't do a pen test on the product once it was uh, ready to ship. Because, as I said, it took me... Uh, very little time to to work out several ways of bypassing the the data redaction. What what's so, the uh, actual purpose of doing this redaction in the first place? It's it's so sensitive information PII can be hidden. You know, from if if you have a customer table that lists obviously usernames, passwords, credit card information, stuff that would be considered like personally identifiable information then the database administrator can choose to redact that. So if someone does a, a select star. Uh, it selects everything from the, the customer table. The PII is actually hidden from view. So is this like uh, a per-user sort of redaction? Because yeah, obviously some it, people are yeah. going to need to access that PII. It, exactly. It's, it's on a per-user. Uh, it can be done on a per-user basis or per-role basis and so on. But um, essentially, if you have the requisite level of permissions, redaction doesn't apply to you. Mm. Now, this would this would tend to suggest that Oracle, you know, perhaps haven't come as far as some of its contemporaries, uh, you know, being large software manufacturers like, you know, Microsoft has done very well. Uh, you know, Adobe has tried. Some people say not hard enough, but they've certainly made some uh, inroads lately over the last few years. Uh, do you think Oracle is behind? Because that seems to be the perception. Uh, they, yeah, they, they're definitely lagging behind. 
to be honest, they should really just bite the bullet and adopt Microsoft processes in terms of things like the security development lifecycle. Microsoft have really nailed it down. They've got, you know, um, great processes, great tools, uh, and had some great ideas in this area. And uh, really, you know, Oracle should just adopt their ideas. And let's face it, Microsoft have been very open about, uh, you know, how to do this, uh, security development life cycles and so on. Uh, it's very well documented. It's out there in, in, in the public domain. Uh, Oracle tend not to discuss that kind of thing. Or, mm. you know, they, 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 you know, talk about it in general terms. They don't have, as far as I'm aware, a, their full process. They've, you know, it would be great to see a published book like Microsoft do, you know? Mm. Um, I've got to say, anyway, though, like, despite them being a laggard, it doesn't exactly seem to have hurt their business, does it? Well, that's the thing. They actually do make a great database, um, you know, product. So uh, let's face it, the vast majority of customers out there are looking for that. They're not looking, you know, security is, if it's on a checklist at all, it's very low down in the, in the scheme of things, which is a shame considering, you know, databases, databases are, you know, one of the most crucial components of any kind of application. It's where the crown jewels go, essentially, you know, the digital crown jewels. Mm. So security, in, well, obviously, in my opinion, I think it should be higher, but uh, it's just one of those things where people tend not to worry about it. So, no, it hasn't hurt their, their sales. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's a shame that, as I said, that's, that's the way it is. Mm, that's the way the world not, works. Not that I don't want them to do well in terms <laughs> of sales, of course. You know, uh, I, what I mean is that security should be higher on people's agenda. Yeah. I mean, we've seen this sort of uh, market for third-party database products spring up, though, probably as a result of some of these, uh, you know, sort of constant issues that we've been experiencing with products like Oracle. Uh, I mean, you've got whole companies like Imperva uh, floating yep. around these days, which are designed to solve a lot of these problems. I mean, yep. to what degree do you think products like that actually fill the gap that's left behind by an insecure product? So absolutely. Um, one of the, the, the shifts in security these days has been away from prevention and more in terms of detection these days. So if you've got some kind of database firewall in place, it's going to help enormously. Uh, you know, uh, it, it's providing, of course, it's well configured and is uh, act actively being monitored. Otherwise, it's just a waste of money. The thing is, it should never, ever be considered as, um, you know, uh, a 100% perfect solution. Uh, any kind of uh, monitoring system like that can be bypassed, um, provided your, you know, the attacker is clever about it. So it's just one of those caveats that people need to be aware of. That obviously, we, we, you know, first step is secure the database as best as you can. Second thing is put in place monitoring activity, uh, whether it be a, um, a database firewall such as, you know, Imperva's or uh, even Oracle's product. For, you know, they've, they've got a database firewall. Uh, whoever whoever's product you happen to choose, as long as it's being is being well configured and monitored correctly, you're going to solve 99.9% of the problem. Now, on the other end, you've had a long time interest in database forensics. Uh, I believe you even created the Verity tool, which you then uh, sold off. Uh, is this a field that you're still interested in and still uh, doing active development in? Uh, absolutely. I uh, recently spoke at uh, WACON in Perth, Australia about um, the, the work I was doing in database forensics and, uh, you know, uh, demonstrated a, a live hack against an Oracle database server and then showed how the tools could be used to discover that um, attack in a, an expedited fashion. So I think that's the final part of, you know, the, the database security side of things. We obviously have do as, as best as we can to protect. We do the best we can to monitor and detect. 
and then um, in the event that something, you know, our, our defences do fail and someone does break in, we then need to do the uh, the, the breach investigation on that. It's uh, so Hakuna Matata, man, the circle of life. I'm surprised there's not more products like this out there for database uh, databases, actually. I, I, I agree. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, the, my tools are out there. They're free uh, for, for use if um, you know if you have been breached. So you can get a copy of those at um, databaseforensics.com. All righty. Now you have been living in Australia for the last six months. You've uh, uh, immigrated. You are immigrating here. How do you find yep. it? I love it. It's it's great, uh, and the weather's so much better than Scotland as well. Uh, <laughs> we we get about a two week summer in Scotland where we we might get some sunshine, but the rest of the time it's just constant drizzle. So it's actually nice to see this big golden ball in the sun uh, <laughs> of the sun in the sky. You know exactly. All right. Well, Dave Litchfield, thank you very much for uh, joining us to have a bit of a chat about the uh, the general state of affairs in database security, mate. Thank you for your time. Great. Thanks, Pat. Bye bye.